You're doing a bang up job. Thank you. I mean, bang it's hard. Up. It's hard to make the episode short when I have to interrupt you all the time. This is very. Yeah. Uh, listening to being jim davis now let us pay obeisance to our vengeful orange god my name is christopher winter and i'm jim davis my name is john gibson and i'm jim davis john today is tuesday february 23rd 1982 today we're reading the 1346th ever garfield let's get right to it john what happens? Chris, I'm not going to disagree with you about in that. today's. I'm not going to disagree with you. Garfield, I think you've 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 established the date uh-huh. admirably and Thank effectively. You. Thank you. No, I appreciate You're welcome. that. Yeah, I appreciate. No, that. I'm I, I I compliment you on your your performance there, and I. Uh, uh-huh. Well, I just I don't want to take up any more time here. So let's let's just. Yeah, there's a lot of mutual admiration flying off the walls at this point, John, because I think you're doing a bang up job of getting right to the point and telling Thank me you. what happens in today's fucking Garfield. <laughs> in today's Garfield, Chris, I'm going to tell you about it. A you mouse. Tell me about it. Plural mice is a small rodent, characteristically having a pointed snout. Mm-hmm. Small rounded ears, uh-huh. a body length scaly tail, Ooh. and a high breeding rate. That's a little judgy. The best known mouse species is the common house mouse, or moose musculus. It makes it sound like it's muscular. It is. Also a popular <laughs> pet. In some places, certain kinds of field mice are locally common. They are known to invade homes for food and shelter. I feel like the penultimate sentence there was like yeah everything's common somewhere isn't it everything's local in some places yeah, it's this a, it, thing that's, is locally that's bad common that's bad writing yeah you could leave out the word locally like if a thing exists yeah. in the world okay yeah in matter. some places mice are common yeah yeah in yeah. some places mice are locally common that doesn't that's yeah. It's bad writing. It just, it seemed unnecessary. Shame on whoever wrote that synopsis of today's Garfield. Dave Wikipedia. Dave Rubin. Um, I can't remember who Dave Rubin is. John, the Rubin episode of Sandwich Club, maybe we should, instead Mm -hmm. of this Dave Rubin character, maybe we should discuss Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman. I think we're going to discuss all Rubens, great and small. Oh, so you think... So, so you think you think that during a specific like like during the Reuben episode of Sandwich Club, we dis, we discussed everyone whose name sounds like Reuben. I mean, not necessarily. I be I mean, whatever you know. It doesn't matter. This is a th- look. Look, doesn't matter. Doesn't look, matter. Look, this is Ryan look, Pfeiffer's no problem. Matter. We'll let him figure it out. <laughs> Ryan, let us know when you've got this ironed out. Yeah, it seems like seems like he's. It seems like he'll have it figured out. So. Okay, we've got three panels right. this week. Garfield isn't outside anymore. He's no, inside. No, Chris, I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to correct you there. We actually have. Well, I was gonna say 21, but I haven't looked at how many are on Sunday. Did so. I say this week? You did. Well, I'm in today. Okay. You know, stop stop gatekeeping what does and doesn't constitute stop, today. Stop gatekeeping the definition of week. Yeah. You know, like who are you to say what what today's episode 
if it if it identifies as a week, um, it feels like it. Okay, today Garfield is panels. chasing a mouse in panel one. Yeah, he's engaged. They've hover both mode. engaged hover mode. Mm, Garfield Sorry. is I, excited. Yeah. His eyes are wide open. His ears are back. His mouth are, is open. Looks like he's just ready to plow down, plow into that looks mouth. Like, and, uh, looks like looks like he wants it. to eat that mouse. It does. Looks yeah, like he wants it to looks eat like it. that. In panel two, he catches the mouth mouse. They've both stopped. And John, mm-hmm. kudos in my mind. Kudos to Jim Davis for the way he's depicted that mouse in Garfield's hands. Like, look, look at the way yeah. it, it curves in a nice mm-hmm. sort of a C shape. So that the like you yeah. can really see how the momentum <clears throat> you can continues really see, to act on that yeah like, yeah the effect of that, New, that Newton's momentum. first law of motion mm-hmm. in heavy display here yeah as Garfield yanks back the body of the mouse the head above his hand and the tail and hind legs below his hand just like shoot forward and the mouse is like he's not saying oof but you can kind of imagine him feeling like oof mm-hmm. like a mouse yep. though high up yep. And Garfield seems pleased, but not that excited. Mm-hmm. He's just like, yeah, I got this mouse. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He's not like that. It's just what his face suggests. He's not thinking anything. I agree. Okay. We are in accord. Yeah. In panel three, Sorry, I was just Googling the Newton's laws of motions because I didn't know if I said that correctly or not. Fair enough. That is Fair the enough. first law. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John... In panel three, Garfield throws the mouse over his left shoulder. Um, the mouse just sort of flies off into the distance, head first, mm-hmm. maybe echoing the way Garfield plummeted to earth head first yesterday from the yeah, pseudo maybe. tree. Maybe. Um, he's looking directly at the audience, you the audience, and he's thinking, just staying in shape in case I ever get that hungry. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's the joke. That's the joke. Um, this continues kind of a mixed messagey, ambiguous <laughs> stance that Jim Davis has taken as to whether or not Garfield likes eating mice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the debate rages on. There are times when it's fueled by by strips like this at times when it seems like he likes eating mice and other times when he doesn't right i think well maybe correct me you tell me if you agree john (laughs) i I wonder i wonder if as the months are flying past us if the series is settling on like the equilibrium that garfield does not actually enjoy eating mice because garfield really likes human food and sort yeah. of secondary. Like, I think it used to be like he he wasn't sure about mice, but he usually liked his cat food. And now he's kind of ambiguous about cat food. And I don't think mm-hmm. he's expressed a desire to eat mice in quite a while. I yeah, I think I agree with that. Or maybe he never wanted to eat mice. I honestly don't remember. You think it was all just posturing? Might just have been in my imagination. <laughs> Okay. You know, maybe maybe it was someone else who wanted to eat mice. Maybe it maybe it was this Dave Rubin maybe, character you're always going maybe, on about. Maybe, maybe he it was eats Odie. mice. Maybe maybe I don't know. Yeah, dogly. Anyway, a dogly to mouse, John. A dogly to mouse. Tell you about really, uh, my dog George McFly this week. Yeah. He's got a new thing going on. It's new his new hobby. 
uncontrollable yep. vomiting. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. That's fun for the whole family. It's fun for everyone. There's a thing yeah. he gets to do, which is the vomiting, and then we get to do our thing, which is cleaning it up. <laughs> so everybody gets to, everybody's involved. Everyone's participating. Yeah. He, okay, here's the fun thing about George McFly vomiting. Mm-hmm. When George, sometimes George will poop inside, he knows he's not supposed to do that, and he'll mm-hmm. like he'll do it in secret somewhere he thinks he won't get caught. And then when you find it, he'll act real guilty because he knows he's not supposed to poop inside. He knows yeah. that's not allowed. But vomiting, he'll just be like sitting there on the sofa and just like turn his head to the side and go like, Bleh! and just vomit all over. <laughs> and then he'll just keep sitting there like, yep, we're chilling. <laughs> he, has, he has no no compunction. He's <laughs> just like... This is just a part of normal life. Sometimes yeah. people just vomit. People my, and dogs. Our, uh, my cat's that way too. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, life is fun. Anyway, life is fun. It's fun to have animals. Yeah, we're not allowed to go you know, outside. Doing where, stuff. Where are we gonna vomit? Yeah. Um. Um. Well, John, no. My okay. So my cat yesterday barfed on the table right next to the open window, which is. <laughs> Which, you know, like, and the, 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 there's like a balcony, you know, there's like a deck mm-hmm. by the window with like railing on it yeah. right by the window. So that's, that's, I leave the window open. In case your cat needs you know, to barf outside. All the time uh-huh. these days, just because the weather's nice and, uh, you know, cat likes to go in and out. Easy access I'm for sh- barfing. Yeah. And case, he, in, he, threw, in case- he threw up. He threw up on the, the kitchen table right next to the window. John, you leave the window open in case the cat is outside and suddenly feels like it needs to vomit. And so it has to mm-hmm. run inside to <laughs> take care of Run inside to vomit. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to. Um, hashtag vomit life. Mm. Um, John, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. If you want to be my lover, you've got to <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> Listening for Lyman. Garfield never ends. God, it's true. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. John, at this time every Tuesday, I interrupt the closing to hmm. remind you that every Tuesday we reach into the Bing Jim Davis mailbag. How can you interrupt the, cl- the closing if you're the one doing the closing? John, I'm interrupting you to reach into the that's Garfield a, mailbag. A, it's, a real, uh, it's a real catch-22, isn't it? It's a cat-22. Okay. Um, John, right, we, you 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 go on. I'm gonna I'm gonna be um I'll be I'll be doing something else. No, you just but go you, just you go should ahead. listen and comment. Okay, I'm listening. You gotta listen and comment, John. We received an email from friend of the show and self-described artist Josh Gates. I mm-hmm. uh, sent this email. Oh, I hope it's about Pika. To complaints at beingjimdavis.com. Uh, subject line corrections <laughs> reads: Dear Jim's Davis. Well, describing narrative panel two of Sunday, February 14th, 1982's strip, which we totally, we totally remember. That's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. John mistakenly claims that Garfield... Oh, no, pick- it's not. John mistakenly claims that Garfield picks up John Arbuckle, when in fact John picks up Garfield. No correction was issued. Please retract. Josh Gates, thank you for your email. We refuse to issue a retraction. We stand by our story. Yeah, I stand by everything I said. Being Jim Davis works day in and day out to provide you the facts about what happens in Garfield. Our our, Our podcast is 
scrupulously fact-checked, and we stand by our reporting. Well, look, I mean, I look, I've also, known Garfield. Also, I, I don't remember that Garfield. I've known Garfield for, for decades at this point. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I take him at his word, you know? If yeah. he says that he picked up John Arbuckle, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know I, what's I, in his heart, John. I don't know what's in his heart. I don't know heart, what's you know? in his heart. Garfield doesn't have a racist bone in his body. <laughs> you can't take it out of context like that. Okay. Next, e- All right. next email. So many disturbing videos bouncing around the internet of Garfield, like, fondling Nermal from behind. Like, while they take photos? Okay. Well, it's not clear that Nermal didn't like it, John. Um, it's not clear. It's not, it's it's not, not at all clear. It's not, you know, N- Nermal says that it made him uncomfortable. <laughs> God. Oh. Garfield smelling Nermal's hair. Okay. Everything is bad, John. Everything's bad. Nothing's good. Nothing okay. is good. Okay. John uh, received an email from friend of the program, Jesse Cooper. Mm. He writes into game show at beingjimdavis.com. <laughs> Subject line, a talking cat game show host in Terabang. Uh, Jesse writes, hey, Was it Gar- really an Interabang? Like- it's a question mark and then an exclamation okay. mark. Come on. I mean, I mean Interabang is actually when they're superimposed over each other. No, I know that. But how's Jesse going to do that in the subject line of an email? That's that's what I was curious if he had. I wasn't trying to correct you. I was, I was okay, just, I see. Look, I, yeah. look, we both agree that Jesse Cooper is capable <laughs> Of getting one of them. He has awesome powers of typography. Yes, we both agree on that. Um, message reads, Hey, Garfam. Like when he says that. I like it when he says that. Did you hear that there is a game show featuring international renowned daily comic strip star Garfield? <laughs> like, I like that he felt the need to like specify yeah, which to, like, Garfield, which Garfield he was could be, could referring be, to. Be any Garfield? Yeah. I had not heard there's a game show featuring featuring Garfield. The, I had not either. The, I wonder if it's like You Bet Your Life. It could be. Um, it John in the in the game show You Bet Your Life. Do people die when they lose? I've never seen. No, this show. it's a, it's one of the like worst. Named, it's a misleading uh, title. Game show. In fact, most of the show. Okay, I finally watched some You Bet Your Life the other day. Okay. Because we're under quarantine and there's nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it, like most of the show is is just like you know how like on Jeopardy they do. John, the, like, is the this really... a new show or an old? show? No, this is this is the Groucho Marx game show in the, like from like the fifties. Is it? It's a new one. Yeah, it's new. It's brand Gra- new. Groucho got, Groucho got a deal on Netflix. <laughs> it's brand new. It's brand new. Uh, yeah, so you know how like the worst part of Jeopardy is like the the segment right after the first commercial break where they like spend five minutes asking the contestants all about themselves. I don't know that, but I take your word that's for it. I like, don't think I've ever that's watched like it. Two thirds of you bet your life, and then they they the last like one or two questions, mm-hmm. and then that's it. I don't think I've ever watched a Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. But that sounds bad. That sounds bad. Um, but I, you know, it might be better if it were Groucho Marx. Groucho Marx is a funny guy. Yeah, it's it is better that it's Groucho Marx because he like makes jokes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? Groucho's a funny. Who's your top yeah. Marx brother, John? Oh, uh, I mean, you know, for me, that's a really hard question because they're mm-hmm. really kind of like. That's that's what, what this podcast is known they for, John. We ask each other we so ask, well, you we know. Ask I mean, the like, tough is there questions. like if you take any of them out, like, is it really this the same? You know, well, I mean, uh, you like, could take really, you, you could take Zeppo out. 
You could take that. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Obviously, you could take that. Listen, listeners, I want to specify that despite the sinister overtones of the term <laughs> to take, Zeppo, take out, Zeppo out, we are not suggesting that you assassinate Zeppo Marx, who has probably been dead for many decades anyway. He's, he, yeah, no, he died like 50 years ago. <laughs> He's been taken out. Was he one? Okay, so there were there were a few of them like that never made the transition to the movies. I think uh, that's probably correct. I think there's a Gummo and Gummo did. Look, okay, John, a few points. Gummo feels like the answer to a Trivial Pursuit question. Few points on this. Number mm-hmm. one, I think it's worth noting that this is a distraction from reading Jesse Cooper's email, which is already a distraction from ending the goddamn show. Um, yes, very worth worth pointing out. Yep. Yeah. Should we do a sidebar on, like, what are our all-time best... Uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm sidebarring right now, John. Distractions? So, this is already a distraction from that, which is me saying, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we've discussed the Marx Brothers before on this podcast. Oh, I'm positive. Like we've maybe read through but their was Wikipedia it during, page. Was and, it during a diversion from the uh, the closing segment? Uh, it's hard to know. It's you hard know? to know. Um, yeah. So your your classic Marx Brothers are Chico, Gummo, Harpo, Groucho, Zeppo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna just. You, you were afraid to ask answer the tough questions, John. I'm <laughs> I not gonna. I was. It's true. I was afraid. I'm gonna say my my top Marx brother. And this may mm-hmm. surprise you. Is not Groucho. It's Harpo. I think mine is Chico. Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) Okay, I think we're done with that. So Jesse Jesse continues. We'll start at the top here. Hey, Garfam, did you hear that there is a game show featuring international renowned daily comic strip star Garfield? The problem I have with it is, (laughs) is that has no coherent theme or rules. Would you help? So it does sound like you bet your life. This uh, this email takes a weird turn. Would you help our new cat god that devours the world to entertain the masses so that they are passive and easier to eat later? What do you think that game show should be in form and rules? John, what are the rule? What do you think the form and rules of the Garfield game show should be? Well, I think you should have to. So it should, it should be a game show where you're competing to see who is the best at being Garfield. So like you should have to do things like eat a whole bunch of lasagna really fast, mm-hmm. uh smack a dog with a with a giant femur. Uh-huh. These uh, are all yep, classic Garfield behaviors. Those are the two things I can think of that Garfield does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After after doing this podcast for I don't know, going on 4 years at this point. Yep. Um nearly, yep. That's that's I, those are the two things I can think of. Mm, let me workshop a. Di- I guess talking about how you hate Mondays. Let me workshop a different uh, Garfield game show, Garfield okay. themed game show. I imagine Garfield is the host of this show. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's basically where in the world is Carmen San Diego, but for Lyman. You okay, know, you're competing to try and find Lyman. That's fun. Okay, shut so, up. Fuck so, you. Fuck you. Hey. <laughs> no, I, I, I. I I like it. I just listeners. Think it you needs... didn't. You didn't see the face he made. I didn't make a face. 
Oh, well, that's, that's, that's that was the problem. News. That's the problem. You didn't make an excited face. It might be I, I was waiting idea. for you to continue. I thought I, I what it, more by is your there? cadence, I thought you were. I thought you the, there was more to it. What more um, is there? So where in the world is Carmen well, Sandiego? Well, you, you got to work out the but, details. Well, I mean, and like, John, is it okay? Would it be maybe it would be like I want to instead specify, of where in the world, it would be like where where in Muncie, and want, and it'd just be like different mm, locations in and around Muncie, Indiana. I do like that. I want to specify though that the title of the show is not. Where in the world is Lyman? Or where in Muncie is Lyman? The title mm-hmm. of the show is Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? But for Lyman. <laughs> okay, that is an improvement. Thank to you. To be sure. Thank you. And every time yeah. they descri- they talk about Lyman, they say Carmen San Diego, but it's Lyman. <laughs> where in Only the world is Carmen San Diego? But it's Lyman. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Okay. See, that's a good idea. John, um, last last one here. We received an email from friend of the show and self-described artist Josh Gates. That's right. It's another one. Uh, this mm. one was sent to clarifications. Always self-describing himself. Clarifications. Classic Josh Gates. Clarifications at beingjimdavis.com. Subject line, R-E colon, the opposite of cat chow. Mm-hmm. It says, sirs. Regarding your discussion of Wednesday, February seventeenth strip, the opposite of Cat Chow is Wolf Blitzer. Regards, Josh Gates. I do remember we tried to decide who the oppo- what the opposite of Cat Chow was. Makes me wonder. Like Wolf Blitzer is a good answer. Yeah, but, but I think not, that's a really good answer. They're not opposites on every axis because they're both journalists mm-hmm. and people, for that matter. Like, wouldn't the no. opposite of cat chow be like an antimatter cat chow? I don't know. That's like saying that negative one is not the opposite of one because they're not the opposite on every axis. Like, they're both numbers. It's a good point, John. Maybe the opposite of one is is like, you know, lemon meringue pie. So maybe maybe I just worked myself into a better... So maybe, like, you should say, instead of the opposite, maybe, like, Wolf Blitzer is the reciprocal... Mm. Of Cat Chow. Wolf Blitzer is the inverse of Cat Chow. Mm. Mm. <laughs> one one on Cat Chow, as yeah. uh, as as the, uh, as the as the Brits say. Yeah. Uh, John, I like it. I like it when they say. That. I like it when they say fractions that way. Yeah. You know, like one on two. You know. Yeah. John, la- last eight, final email. Okay. Final email. Fine. Keep reading emails. Fine. Do it. The final. Well, John, what do you want? You know, <laughs> we read emails on Tuesday. It's the mailbag. Uh, this one's from a uh, new correspondent, Lynn, who writes mm. to info at beingjimdavis.com. Uh, Subject line, guest host. Lynn writes, hey, fellas, my name is Lynn. I'm listening from the beginning and just getting to episode <laughs> 154 in 2017, where you offer, quote, literally anyone to guest host with you guys for a week. I was curious if that offer is still open. <laughs> oh, Lynn, you naive time-traveling fool. <laughs> you, you sweet, innocent time walker. Uh, well, Chris, we, what, should we answer it on this episode? So yeah, that, Lynn will find out. So that Lynn will find out in three now. years. <laughs> yes. I wrote back to Lynn and offered, um, I think she might come on the show next week. All right. Um, it's funny. Um, yeah. Okay. Her response because I offered. Uh, if she mm-hmm. was one. I explained about the sign up sheet and just said, you know, we're booked up through twenty twenty one, which is true, like October of twenty twenty one. But um, 
Uh, she said, do you think I'd be too not connected to current in-jokes and all since I'm still <laughs> listening to episodes from three years ago? I think it, I, I'm hoping Lynn will come on next week, John, and it will be I an, think it'll be an exciting blast from the past. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think that could that could provide a rejuvenating effect for yeah. uh, for the podcast. Yeah. Um, Resident time you know, be striding. Traveler. I think we've. Mm-hmm. As as we've you know the podcast has grown long in the tooth, mm-hmm. uh, I think we've gotten away from some of uh, some of the things that made it a great podcast. Are anyway, you, I think our podcast sucks. Are you talking that's about? What I'm saying. Are you talking about the drinks roundup we used to do on Monday before the show? <laughs> you know that's the only thing I'm talking about. <laughs> we could start the drinks roundup again, John. We could start it again. It's true. I w- Lynn actually might be writing from a time before the drinks roundup. <laughs> <laughs> She's writing. Yeah, historians only. Uh, uh, <laughs> we only have theories to go on as to as to what this podcast was like. Episode one hundred fifty drinks roundup. That was before the show was bought by Halliburton. Mm. Um, as you, I don't need to tell. No, you. I think we were doing it by that point. I don't need to I tell th- you, John. The show was bought by Halliburton. Mm-hmm. Halliburton sold us to Blackwater. Mm. Um, Blackwater merged with Cat Fancy <laughs> Magazine. And the whole package was acquired by T-Mobile, who is now our now our cor- corporate overloads. Um, mm. oh, I thought we were bought by Elon Musk. No, Chris Taylor, new CEO of T-Mobile. Somehow he got the CEO spot in the in the merger. You know, I don't know. Okay, thank you. Okay. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.